Christ, you people suck. Wow. Wolverine on it. Radio. This is episode 675 for November 8th, 2021. On the show this week, we have Anthony. Hello. And we have Drew from Bosnia. Yes, I'm calling in from Bosnia today. Welcome to the show. How are things over there? Very Bosnian. <laughs> what does that mean? I don't know. Like I said, we, we make this joke that nobody listening to this understands the reference of I'm calling in from Bosnia. Oh, no, Drew. We played uh, House of Ashes and we got to see, like, references to W. That's true. We did. That's a, that's a good segue if you want to go into what I've been playing. I've, I always start with you and I figure we could talk about the House of Ashes. The House of Ashes. So that is the third game in the Dark Picture Chronicles uh, made by Supermassive Games, uh, same people that did Until Dawn. After playing House of Ashes, I can still safely say that Until Dawn is their best outing. Um, but House of Ashes is a close second. Man, it, um, I was not expecting that. I was not either. And well done. The story was actually pretty good. A lot of the characters were crappy. I'll give them that. But um, they really pushed the whole, hey, your enemies are now your allies, and you need to convince everybody to work together. So they did a really good job there, I think. And they did – so they, they did it with, with Man of Medan a good amount. They did it with Until Dawn a good amount. The Little Hope didn't have that much of it, but um, the choices. So obviously in a video game when the A button – pops up on your screen and you're supposed to mash it, usually you're supposed to mash it, you know. Um, this game and Man of Medan, they give you choices as button prompts. Sometimes pressing those buttons are not beneficial to your character. So there was a time where, Ken, I know you were playing as somebody who was obviously having a panic attack and you were doing what the game told you to do, and it ended up not being a good thing. Yeah, it's one of those situations where if you'd have just left it alone, that probably would have been the right choice. Yes, and it happened with me, too, uh, when it came to doing a certain action that I thought would guarantee to kill one of my characters when it ended up killing the wrong person. So they do a pretty good job with those... <laughs> I wouldn't say they're tricks. It's more of like, you know, in this situation, you got to think of like, what is this actually, what's actually happening here? What what are we doing here? So they did a pretty good job there. 
what they didn't do a good job with was the bugs. <laughs> Holy crap. You can definitely tell that this was a COVID game because, man. Well, I mean, we went through, like, the, the end sequence of that game. We probably Seven. played, yeah, we played, like, 30, 45 minutes, and we pressed the button one time. Yeah. There was there was there were there were long stretches of basically just watching cutscenes with no actual interactions, yet things on screen could have been button prompts. It makes me think that they were supposed to be, but the game like glitched out and didn't give us the opportunity to do them. Yeah. I actually went back and looked at a couple of gameplays of this. No, you just don't press anything there. That's that's insane because some of them are like legitimate like actions. Yeah, like struggling actions or something like that. The the cut the rope thing was the one that got me. I was like, how am I not cutting the rope? Yeah. Yeah, that should totally be a bump button prompt. Yeah, but something. And it, it just like the bugs in general, like with with duplicate characters standing there and. Like weird animations not syncing up properly, and then of course the disconnects that we had. <laughs> the sun, oh, the sun. It's all the sun. Oh, I think I can't hear you. He died. He got dark souled. Yep. So She's yeah, dead. um, just to kind of. Trying to go back to what? Oh. oh, was he there? You there? I, I am here, but give me a second. My wife's calling me. Okay. Well, to, to to kind of talk about what he was what he was referring to. So, we would get to the end of uh, the sequence, and we we kind of felt like we were done with the game. Like this is the ending, and there was a scene where the sun was coming up, and every time the sun come up, the game would like glitch out and be like, "You've been disconnected from the other player." Oh, you got to be fucking kidding me! So, this... so you had to redo it. Well, here's the thing. The first time it happened, we just redid it three times. We just kept reloading the checkpoint, and it did it every single time. So finally, like, we had been playing, like, two hours at that point. So I was like, you know what, let's just let it go. We'll come back to it another day. So we come back to it and reload it, and it does the same exact thing at exactly the same point. So, yes, to answer your question, we had to go back to the beginning of the checkpoint, like, that the game marks off as a chapter. And oh, we had to, yeah, right we had to replay off. that, yeah. Luckily, it was only about that does matter. Does five matter. five to ten minutes, but still, it's 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 bad design. So yeah, that. <laughs> but I'll tell you what, I did oh, not. You what? I did not. I did not see what that game ended up being. I did not see that coming. I I said last week I looked it up just because after the fucking after Little Hope. I was like, yeah, I'm not really going to even entertain the thought of this until I know that the ending isn't just, it was fucking in your head nonsense. Oh, it's just PTSD. Like, no, nah, no, it's definitely not that. And there's, yeah, it's not, there's the, like, good. this one was good enough that I went and like was watching some of the special features to kind of get the backstory of the things that you are running from. No, it's, it's it's legit pretty good. It's it's right up like I would. It's not as good as as Until Dawn, but it's it's second best. Yeah, by far. Yeah, I really liked how they kind of made you think it was one thing, 
and then kind of expanded on it as like this is actually what those things are and like okay this is super interesting and I think this is cool and it even sucks because the way they end it like when the credits are rolling the cutscene that's playing you're like man I would watch another one I would play another one of this story yeah like where does it go from here because they kind of leave it open to like oh yeah well here's here's your survivors and this cleanup crew's coming in you know, yeah, kind of like how Until Dawn did, like where you're like you're, they're being investigated by the police, you know, giving their testimonies. And I was like, yeah, this is this is actually really solid. Like the story and the and the characters for the most part were really well done. I just wished, that, I don't know, it just it, it, there was a little bit of a disconnect between the between like the the action scenes and. I don't know, like those those bugs and glitches really got on my nerves. Like the that I, I'm, I'm sorry, I was off the call for a second, but the, that that last cut scene, I was just like, how many times do we have to go through this? And you couldn't do it by yourself. Like you were just gonna go watch it because we thought that was the ending. Yeah, like you were just gonna go watch the ending, write the review. But it turns out that that save you cannot use that in single player, so you can't just watch it. Yeah. But there was a little bit more in there. There were still a few more like action scenes and stuff. Where we much. press the button one time. Twice. I just I can't get wow. over the fact that there's a whole nother chapter and like we don't do anything. Apparently you can lose people in that last act though. Well I can understand how. Yeah, like the... can we just to roll back on one that I did play, you could lose people in the final segment of Little Hope and I thought that was horseshit too. Yeah, you can definitely lose people. Like, I'm curious, because we only had, not to spoil anything, we only had two people left in the final scene. Um, there is there is another person that we saved, but they're not with us at that point. And, like, how does that play out if there's more than, like, do we get more button presses? <laughs> Possibly. I don't know. But yeah, you can totally lose people in that last one. I thought we were going to, too, because you fucked up that button mash part. Yeah, I messed up one thing, and because I wasn't ready, because I was because we were already sitting there for like five minutes and nothing was happening. I said, "Oh, this must just be a final cutscene," and then actually a button prop popped up. Yeah. So, no, it, I have to, House of Ashes. Like, obviously, if you like this style of game, you're probably gonna like this. Um, it's definitely better than Little Hope. Yeah. It's it's it's. it's I, I would say it's. It's better than it's better than Man of Medan. I didn't mind Man of Medan. I think it's still a pretty good game. Um, but once again, the, their crown jewel is still until dawn. And I'm I'm hoping maybe one day they will release a dark picture game that is just as good as Until Dawn. I don't think it will happen. Yeah, I don't think Bandai's giving them as much money as Sony did. From the sounds of it, though. Now, to be fair, I haven't engaged with much outside of little hope um it, it to me every the way everybody talks about uh, until dawn um and even man of medan to some extent is that the writing is better and to me that that's that, that and cost or like how much money they have are two different things sure like they need to write a better story it's not even so much that like you can't realize it because you don't have the money like, I saw the better story in Little Hope, but they just didn't get there. 
Yeah, that story. The thing that bothers me the most, and I'm and maybe minor spoilers for for Man and Medan and Little Hope, but like those are like misleading to the point that you're disappointed when you figure out what it actually is. Whereas with House of Ashes, when you figure out what it actually is, it's more interesting than it yeah. than you thought there's it was. Yeah, there's more mystery there. Yeah, and I think that's like, where I, House I, of Ashes excels. Man, I feel like Man of Medan did all right. Like I, I get what they were going for, and it worked. Little Hope, I don't know. That's like, just I, a I'm, joke. I'm, I'm sorry. I, I'm, I'm, I'm torn on Little Hope. I think because me and you got a really crappy ending. Well, true, but the ending, like the 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 paramount I, of the ending was the same regardless. It was always yeah. Bad. Like you don't you don't you might have gotten a crappy ending, but there is no better ending it's just what variation of how crappy it could be like i got the second best ending because i think the best ending is everyone survives um but like so i lost two people in the final part there but it doesn't really change much of anything and like the the kind of the payoff cutscene where they explain it all is fine, but I think it would have been more interesting for you to play through that in yeah. a way. Yeah, I like they don't that. they don't do a good they don't do a good job foreshadowing the twist. No, like I had no idea, and and it's not because it it, just, it's not because I couldn't figure it out because the clues were terrible. Well, no, there is no clues. That's that's the first problem. Like. I'm not saying, like, you should be, like, way too obvious with what's going to happen, but in the in what happens in that game, and we've talked about it before, and, you know, try not to spoil it, but if it happens, it happens. Um, there should be small interactions, like... I can't I can't really talk about it in, in, in too much detail without really going into, like, the main issue of it all, but, like, Basically, the game you play doesn't feed into the narrative very well because there's there's two groups of people simultaneously doing things that are apart from each other. And I realize that's for co-op, but it doesn't make any sense in the story. None whatsoever. Yeah. And so, so that portion feeds into the whole aspect of, like, well playing different characters doesn't really make sense either. Like, it all just starts to fall apart and not make a lot of sense. So when the ending comes, it's like, well, I mean, it's an ending, but it it feels like an ending to just quickly wrap things up rather than a thought throughout. There's yeah. small things where somebody mentioned, like, why when you're in the past all the people don't have faces except for like major players in the story aspect like if you look they're all mannequins or whatever and i was like that's fine but like in my review i call out some a real bullshit element and it's like you know it, to me like it, it felt like somebody if you told me that was an indie game i feel like that i would have believed you but like this is a studio that did a triple a game previously and you know, haven't had the same budget, but like clearly can do a story. And then that happened. So when I saw the trailer attached to Little Hope for God, what is this new one called again? House, House of, of Ashes. Ashes. 
House of Ashes, I was like, fuck you, I, soldiers in the Middle East, like, it's gonna be PTSD, but it's not, I was wrong, I'm really glad about that, hopefully the next game will be better. Uh, I saw the preview, oh sorry Drew, go ahead. I was gonna say, the next game looks pretty trippy. Looks like Saul with a doctor. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm interested. Yeah, that's the the devil inside me. The devil in me, I think, is what it's called, right? The devil in me. And they say that is the season one finale. So I don't know exactly what that means, but <laughs> I think that means they're probably going to be taking about a year or two off to actually do a new season. If they get picked up again, I don't know how these games do. I, I have no idea. To be honest with you, there was zero fanfare for House of Ashes. I saw no ads for it, no nothing. Yeah, I I didn't even, yeah. like, there's no discourse on it on my Twitter feed either. Like, I don't see anybody talking about it. And it released at the perfect time. It was it was out in October, so. Yeah, I didn't, I, I haven't seen it on store shelves. Yeah, I, I don't, I I don't know. I still find House of Ashes. Not House of Ashes, um, Little Hope. Yeah, it's it's weird. It's a weird thing going on. I'm wondering if Namco is like after season one, because maybe that was their contract. Maybe they won't do another one. I don't know. Yeah, or maybe they hope that somebody will pick them up. Maybe they'll hope, you know, Sony may pick them up and say, hey, give us, you know, a couple extra million dollars and we'll make you another Until Dawn. Yeah. Like their second game, though, I have little hope for that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um... Anything else, Drew, or was that it? Uh, I mean, we played some Diablo 2. Uh, we finished that up, the main story, on normal mode, uh, and we talked about that on the uh, on the past Phoenix Down, had Jay Lee on. Um, that was a good episode. I'm playing through Nightmare Mode on uh, on Diablo 2 right now. I still want to, like, I want to make every character, and I want to get through Hell. Um, so that's going to take a while, but that's going to be kind of my, I've got, you know, 20, 30 minutes to kill. Why not just jump on Diablo? They fix um, some server issues? Uh, Yeah. For the most part, they have, you know, you still occasionally will get the, you're in the queue and you're in number two and you sit there for like two minutes before it actually lets you in. But for the most part, they seem to have fixed a lot of the disconnects. So I haven't been disconnected since probably two or three weeks now. So I think they fixed those. That's good. Um, and, uh, we started our next Phoenix Down game, which is Yakuza 3. Oh, my. Yeah, Yakuza 3 Remastered. Um, yeah, it's, that's a, I'm, I'm only in, uh, Chapter 2 right now, and I'm like, yeah, I don't, I'm not looking forward to <laughs> playing through this game. It, it's hard, because, you know, Zero, Kiwami, and Kiwami 2 are so well redone, and then 3, 4, and 5, you're like, well... Yeah, well, five runs on the same engine as Kiwami Zero, Kiwami Zero, Kiwami run on the fifth engine, Yakuza Five's engine, while Yakuza Kiwami Two runs on Yakuza Six's engine. So, I think five will be okay, but three and four, I think, are going to be the rough ones. Good old PS2 game. Was PS2 or PS3? Those were PS3. PS3, okay. Yeah, yeah, both of those were PS3 games. Um, it's okay. I mean, the, you know, Kiryu controls funky, but it's okay. It, I mean, the, 
the stories are really good in those games, and I'm excited to to get back into it. And then we've already decided our December game, which is going to be Death Stranding. You think you're gonna finish yeah. Yakuza three in November? What's that? You're gonna finish Yakuza three in November? Yeah. Damn. I mean, it's not. It usually the Yakuza a Yakuza game will take us a month. Yakuza games take me like six months. Yeah, you guys finish Yakuza games. <laughs> no, nah, we can. It's only twelve chapters. I'm already in chapter two, so yeah, we can easily do that. We're probably going to do four chapters a week. I'm gonna have to listen to the the Death Stranding ones because I'm super interested to see how Drew feels about that game. I mean, I'm sure once we get into the actual good stuff. <laughs> I mean, that'll be like February. Oh, it may be. It may be. <laughs> How long is that game from? Uh, I a, finished. I finished it under forty hours. Yeah, it's it's like a minimum under. of it's a minimum of thirty-five to forty hours, and that's if you don't do a lot. If you do everything, he might be. He might be in better standing, not uh, because like there are people that have played it since like even playing it that December, this is still a fairly new game. So like, yeah, the world the, might be more built yeah, up. Yeah. The world actually having things built, but also at the same time, have there been people playing that version now? Because if not, it's all deteriorated. Yeah. It'd be an interesting way thing to find out. Yeah. I'm kind of gotcha. curious how much of the world exists in the game that you play considering most people that are playing it now are playing the PS5 version, which I don't think shares worlds with PS4. I don't, I don't think I it does. I have no idea. <clears throat> so, Matt was asking, um, does the PS4 version get the quality of life improvements from the PS5 version? No. You, the, the version that's on PS5 is only on PS5. Gotcha. So they didn't do any of the, like, the updates or anything like that? Nope. nope. It's all PS4 version is what it was. Uh, so is the PC version. This PS5 version is the only one with all the new stuff. Gotcha. Okay. From my understanding, the PS5 stuff is just extra bonus, though. It is. Like, it's, and... not, it's not like, oh, and an extra chapter of story. It's like, no, do you want to go race cars? Cause you no, can no, no. There, there is a chapter. Is there really? Yeah, there's a chapter up in the northeast. Okay. Uh, or, yeah, northeast. Uh, it's like a whole new area with a new story. Fucking cocksucker. Yeah, it's it's pretty good too. It's it's the trailer that you saw that's like riffing on Metal Gear. It's, uh, it's okay. that. Uh, but there is actual story in there. Oh, fuck me then. Yep. People lie on the internet. What a new concept. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's not a ton. It's like an hour, two hours tops to run through it, but it's still well, something. Considering I will, I will probably never be able to find a PlayStation 5 in my life. I doubt I'll ever get to play it. I mean, Sony's air freighting a bunch in, like, oh, for the holidays. You should get one for Christmas. Yeah, good luck trying to find one. Man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't believe it. Do you realize we're on the, the one-year anniversary of, of Xbox Series X and PlayStation 5, and you still can't walk into a store and purchase one? Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, or you can't even get one online. No, no. That's that's absolutely ridiculous, but you know, whatever. I'm lucky I got a Series X. Yeah, you can get a Series S, which is funny because, like, I, I like I think we called it when we were talking about that. Like, that'll be the system once, you know, like other people are coming in, like more casual people. 
and it's showing because people aren't buying that system right now because people want people who buy early are the people who want the big boy. Yeah. So. All right. Uh, anything else, Drew? Before we move on. No, I think I think that's pretty much it. I mean, I did stuff for quests, but that was about it. Yeah, that those awesome games they make you play this month. I'm not doing the football one. Fuck that. I I I downloaded the game and did one game and lost. And I said I do not feel like sitting here watching a simulation of a football game. Yeah, no, no, thank you. You can keep your seventy-five points. Yeah, I still. You know what's funny is I still can't do the Forza one because it's not technically on Game Pass yet. Yeah, nah. Yeah, you have to wait for it to go on Game Pass. Because I've literally got three achievements since the early access version came out, and I still have not progressed at all so i'm assuming it doesn't kick in till tuesday i'd say you might want to wait because oh there's plenty of achievements in that game they're not hard to get <laughs> I, I was about to say those harder achievements are going to be taking you a while no nah, just any of the big like expo things you just finish it i think you get like one or two off that alone so gotcha all right i'm excited for forza horizon 5 i'll talk about it in a minute but yeah it's pretty good apparently i'm a horrible person but that's you fine thought you hated it. Yeah, well, you know, an 8 out of 10. That, that means I hate it. Yes. All right, Anthony, I'll move over to you. What's it like to be in my shoes, Ken? What do you mean? Because Metroid Dread. Oh. Uh, I hated that, and people are like, fucking Yeah, but you gave it crazy. a 7. I gave Forza an 8. So. Oh, don't you fucking <laughs> do this to me, you piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um... So with my new job, I've been... Because I finished Night Shift last week, um, so or week before. So last week, with my new job on days, like I have been coming home and sleeping, so I have not played a whole hell of a lot. However, I did play part of the new Animal Crossing update. I say part of it because I did not put my island up to a three-star rating. So Cap'n doesn't fucking visit, and I can't get the roost yet. Which is kind of irritating, but that was part of the free update. Um, happy home, or whatever, island home designer, I think is what they call it. I could it's basically, It's basically the happy home designer game within, like, with easier access to the main Animal Crossing game. Because on the 3DS, uh, from my understanding, you had to have both games... And you could transfer stuff between, from, like, from Home Designer to New Leaf, but it was like a pain in the ass because obviously you can't run both games simultaneously. So with this, it's just uh, you go to the airport, you go, I'm going to work today, and they send you to a different island. And that's uh, yeah, neat. It's a neat uh sort of diversion they pay you with different currency which allows you to buy special items uh that rotate out there's this manatee character who i love because he only says like one word to you at a time um yeah i mean it's more animal crossing there's more items there's more stuff to do i think um i, I think adding the fact that like you can't get certain content until your island is at a certain level it's actually going to make me want to play the game now because like beforehand the payoff to having a nicer island was getting kk slider to come and play a concert and i was like i don't give a shit about that 
So I just didn't do it. But now that like there's boat tours that are locked off and getting the roost, which means actually having like a job you can do on the island, hopefully fits like the 3DS game. Um, with all that stuff, like I hope that like this is now a reason why, but it should have been there to begin with. Part of this update is stuff that like should have been there. Like I was okay with Cap'n not being there with his boat because there's now a randomized island that you can go to via the airport and stuff. But it's like the roost probably should have been there. Like I, I went in and um to the museum and Blathers is like, well, you completed the fossil collection uh, and I've decided that we're doing posters now. You can buy them uh, once you finish a collection if you want more, but here's one right now. That's that's just something that should have been there, I guess. Like, if I completed the Fossils collection, like, if it was just such a minor thing, I was like, why would you overlook that type of stuff? So there's a few weird things like that where I'm like, oh, yeah, this just should have been there, like, early on. But, you know. Uh, I'm just glad an update came because it felt like they weren't doing anything with this. I know you both know how that feels when a game isn't updating. Oh, you, you don't, you, you got nothing on us. No, I know. But like <laughs> with, with this, uh, and specifically Animal Crossing, um, in general compared to New Horizons, like the past games have added more and more content each release. And there's a lot of stuff missing from New Horizons. Like, uh, New Leaf still has two, like, full mini-games you can play that aren't in New Horizons. I'm not saying I need those games exactly, but it is weird that that is not a thing. And so the stuff that they did add was neat, but it took away some other aspects that I, I think showed over time as they weren't doing, like, seasonal updates enough. They were just kind of letting the game play itself, which is fine when the older games had more content, but it seems to be fixed now to some extent. Um, so that's kind of it for me. I played some Axiom Verge uh, 1 just because I'll figure I'll go through that and play 2. Um, yeah, this week's been shit, and I, I'm sure it's you can kind of tell I have a cold, so it's all great. All right. Well, I will start off by uh, informing you that I have introduced my son to the bullshittery of Mario Party. So, you know, I've been playing Super, uh, Mario Party Superstar uh, for review, and this weekend I was like, hey, let's let's do a game. So we did a 15-turn game. Uh, eight turns into the match, he was, you know, in first place. He had four stars. I had zero. I think the computer had one. And he's like, I'm going to win, right? And I was like, well, this is Mario Party. Uh, the game ended 5-4, my win. So, he was... <laughs> Life is unfair. <laughs> you got to introduce your children to the bullshittery of Mario Party very early on in their lives. <laughs> you know, funny enough, the um, Game Grumps clip... Uh, made it to my YouTube. Now, don't make a scene. And they just steal the star. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I, it, that game is oh, like he kept asking me. He's like, "I'm gonna win, Red." I was like, "This is Mario Party." Yeah, you, 
You, There's only so much that that being good at this can bring. Yeah, like there's really not, and the worst part is is like the the bonuses, the bonus stars. Like a lot of times, it's like the bullshit stars. Like in this game, like I won the one for, I think it was mini games, but there was a star they awarded for the person who moved the least amount of spaces, and I'm like, come on, man, <laughs> like really? Oh, so yeah, I've been playing that. Um. I'm really, like, disappointed that there's only five boards. Like, I hope they do add more, because five is just, like, for a collection of all the games from the past, that seems very low. Uh, but having all the, the mini games is good. What's that? What is with Nintendo not releasing stuff with, like, a ton of stuff in it? I don't know. Mario Golf has been updated a ton since release, but I kind of forgot about that game. Like, they've added, like, three courses and, like, four characters, I think. Okay. Well, I mean, now would probably be a good time to actually get that game now. I mean, like... Yeah, but you forget about it because, like, it didn't launch with it. Yeah. So, I I don't know. I do hope they update Mario because it, it... Like, this is a really good version of Mario Party. I love that you can customize, like, what kind of mini games you want to play... You can customize the rule. Like, there's so much customization in this. Like, there's a store where you can use your coins that you've earned to unlock stuff, but it's all, like, fucking music and artwork and stuff. And I'm like, I don't I don't care about that. I want to unlock, like, new boards. That's what I want. So You know, it's funny you say that, Drew, about uh, what, what's with Nintendo not putting stuff in. Uh, WarioWare Gold. Or Gold. <laughs> nope. Get it together. That's the one. Um, for Switch. Has like a weekly challenge thing. I did the first week, but because the content wasn't there, I'm kind of done with the game. Like, yeah. You know, like why would why would you hinder the experience? Like, oh, we want you to come back week by week, but it's like I, I'm done. Like, I got to the ending. I unlocked most of the things. There's nothing else to unlock. You just want me to get better high scores online, and that's where the con like. Yeah, is it? Is like, it? I don't get it. Is it just me, or is this year's first party Nintendo kind of disappointing? Like we had the uh, Mario, we had the Mario collection and Mario Bowser's Fury at the beginning of the nope. year. Which collection? Were... Collection came out last year. Oh, you're right. You're right. So Bowser's Fury was this year. Bowser's Fury was great, short, but it's also attached to a really good game that they did fixes to. Yeah. So, but like, what else have we got? We got the Zelda, which I mean, Skyward Sword Sword. HD. Hey, that game is now playable. I enjoyed it. I, I did not like it originally. So, then you had Mario Golf, which was disappointing at launch. Yep. You had WarioWare, which seems like people were excited about it, but then nobody talked about it. it. WarioWare is a very good game. Like, it's the proper step forward. But if you're I'm glad I didn't have to review that title because, man, if we're going to talk about, like, it did everything right in making the micro games feel fresh, which is something that I can't say has been kind of the case, even with the gimmicks. It got rid of, like, you know, motion control and touchscreen gimmicks and did something completely different. But then there's nothing to really unlock. And, like, with gold and uh touched and twisted and the original warrior where the challenge was you got unlockable actual mini games like the first um 
WarioWare, you had Pyro, Pyro 2, a paper airplane game, Dr. Wario, which is basically full Dr. Mario, um, and, like, a jump rope mini game on top of, like, everything else that was already in there. Um, you ended up having, like, toys that played with the microphone and touchscreen and the, the uh, gyrometer and stuff in, in other games. And then, like, you get to this one and you can upgrade your characters so they earn better scores so it's easier to get higher scores online. Ooh. Does that sound like fun? No, no. Yeah. Like, that's what you unlock with coins. Use the coins to trade for things that upgrade your characters. And some of them you can get, like, in the shop, and other ones you have to, like, pull a fucking crank and machine drops a bunch of balls out and they open up and, like, oh, you got the rare one. Gotcha. Woo. Cool. Um, I don't remember what else came out this year for... Uh, for well, our... that... You know people are yelling at the podcast right now because we we talk about Metroid. Mm. <laughs> Sorry, but like I I thought I thought Samus Returns was a better Metroid. Yeah. I like Metroid Dread. I do, which by the way, I have now finished it. Uh I do like that Mercury Steam seems to take beloved franchises and does some really weird shit with their lore. Like I mean, like the story was not the problem in Metroid. No, Dread. but I mean, like the ending to that was like, whoa, really? Okay, kind of like Lords of Shadow, like Lords of Shadow. That fucking Metroid Dread ending is one of my favorite endings of the year. Like, yeah, like Met- like Mercury Steam is killer at at making lore interesting that isn't normally as interesting. Like Castlevania lore, man, who didn't talk about that Lord of Shadow ending? Like that was cool. Yeah. That was cool as shit. And, like, Dread is right up there with that of, like, oh, really? Cool. Um, and then we got Mario Party, and I think we're ending the year with Pokemon, right? Yeah. We got Diamond and Pearl remake. Like, they, they pushed back Advance Wars, so that's not out this year. Um, they published De- Bravely Default 2, but... I didn't hear anybody talk about that game. That's the weird thing, is, like... Like people get... It's a Square Enix title. Square sure. Enix publishes everywhere else outside of... Uh... Yeah. I guess Nintendo's also publishing the GTA trilogy coming out, which is weird. But okay. So, yeah. yeah Mario Party is cool. Um, I do hope they add more stuff to it over time, because I, I do always enjoy a good Mario Party. And I'm New glad... Pokemon Snap. That's another one that came ah, out this year yeah, that I love. I, I still have not played that. I did not buy That's... it. That's... Then they added content to that, but that game was already fucking jam-packed with content. Hey. Um, Famicom Detective Clubs came out. Yeah, nobody for They were really that. good remakes. Uh, they did... That's right, they remade Miitopia. So? <laughs> yeah. Uh, they published that DC Superhero Girls game. Again, nobody talked about it. Uh, game Builder Garage. Boy, that fell off. That thing really dropped quick. like a rock. I'll tell you a game that really helped Nintendo, um, which is not a Nintendo property, but uh, Monster Hunter Rise. I'm pretty sure sold some consoles. Oh, I'm not. I'm not I'm worried sure. about Switch sales. I'm worried about first party Nintendo. Like what that was what was disappointing to me this year. The Switch killed it this year. Like it got everything. Yeah, I mean Monster Hunter Rise is one of the best games and of the year. 
How dare you forget about Big Brain Academy, Brain versus Brain, which comes out December 3rd. Dude, I, you tell me today, I'll forget before the show's over. <laughs> uh, yeah. I was going to segue, too, because you were talking about packing, and I was like, Anthony, there's a game you need to play. Oh, pa- unpacking? Unpacking is so yes. good. I've seen it, and I want to play it. That game, like, there's no... Like, it's one of those games that you can't, like, fail. Like, there's not a fail state, but, like, there's just something about, like, there's something so relaxing about the, the, the like, world storytelling and, like, the, the, the pixel art in this game is so good. And just, like, there's something soothing. It's kind of like Drew's, you know, lawn mowing simulator and people's power washing simulator. But, like, just taking items out of a box and arranging them in a room... And just, I don't know what it is. And, like, the story that you get, like, every time you have to do a new room, it's because the person that you're playing as is, like, progressing in their life. So you kind of get, like, this this uh, organic storytelling through what you're unpacking, what you've kept over the years, what you need now as you've gotten older. And just, I don't know, there's something about that game. It's on Game Pass, so everybody should at least play through, like, the first couple levels. It sounds like it's a good partner game for anyone, like, because I, I didn't really mention it. The Animal Crossing, the Happy Home Designer, literally all you do is design homes. You don't have to pay for stuff. It's just they give you a certain, like, this is what I'm looking for, and then you just go for it. And, like, it, it sounds like it's all that weird zen sort of game where it's just like, yeah, this is relaxing. Yeah, that's that's 100% what unpacking is. And and I can't help but love the pixel art. Like, being able to recognize the GameCube games, like when you get to that uh, really? era, is, is just like, man, this is so good. It's so good. Uh, I also played Mr. Driller Drillland. That finally came to other consoles. It's a Mr. Driller game. With RPG elements, which is fucking weird. Explain. So you get like XP. Uh, well, not. A, I'm sorry. So like every time you drill, you lose hit points, but you can also pick up potions throughout the drilling to bring your hit points back up. Um, there are enemies that you have to fight that are built into the blocks as you go down. But you're right; it is still a Mr. Driller game. They're just adding like another layer, another meta layer to it. And there's actually like a story. Like there's cutscenes where like you have to rescue this princess or whatever for this level. So that's like the goal of the level. It's it's weird, but I do love me some Mr. Driller. There's something Dig about Dug. that game. Son of Dig Dug? Yeah, Dig Dug's son. I, I feel like that, that needs to be a movie there. Hell yeah, I'd watch that Mr. movie. Mr. Driller, son of Dig Dug. Make it some fucking Michael Bay shit. I can't remember Dig Dug's real name. Well, it's Doug. No. <laughs> I know that. <laughs> Just kidding. Uh... Susumu Hori. Oh no, sorry, Taizo Hori is uh okay. Is 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 the Dig Dug and Susumu Hori is Mr. Driller. Okay, so why why do we need this? It's like having what's Yoshi's real name? Yoshi something. It's like some weird long name. I'm pretty sure it's not. 
Yeah, it is. Oh, T. Yoshisura Munchakupas. There you go. That's his name. <laughs> that's because that's because Yoshi is a species. Yes, Yoshi is the species, but his name is not T. Yoshi. Yoshisura Munch- Munchakupas. I forgot about that. Oh my god. Do we really need that that, uh, that kind of lore? For... Well, do you need to know? Did you need to know Ganondorf's last name? I don't know Ganondorf's last name. Ganondorf Dragmeyer. Dragmeyer. Yes. Okay. What's Link's last Leave name? It's... Hi. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't. I don't know. I don't know that it exists. I was asking. It doesn't. Okay. Oh, I thought you were joking. I, that's the reason why I didn't. Answer I call it. him Linkovich um, Chmovsky. You get? Do you get that reference? No. Drew, you get that reference? Nope. Okay, Encino Man. Ah. Uh, oh God. Taking you way back. That's right, Polly Shore. Polly Shore and Brendan Fraser. And Sean Astin. Sean Astin, that's right. Yeah, don't forget about Sean Astin. All right. Hey, he is. He was in Stranger Things. He was in Lord of the Rings. He was Rudy. Brendan Fraser's making a comeback. Yeah, he's in Doom Patrol. Did you know that? Yeah, you you never see him, but yeah. Well, you see him in the first episode. Yeah. All right. Uh, Circa Infinity. Uh... Which is like a little puzzle game where you bounce between, like, it, dude, it made my son sick because it's got like that twirly kind oh. of hypnosis thing oh, going on. Oh, I know this game by the the. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I I have not played it, but I I, I saw the um the title card for Steam, and I went, oh yeah, that's that's books vomit inducing. Can you imagine playing that on like a 4K OLED screen? Oh god. I think my son was about to barf when he walked in on it. He's like, oh, this is making me sick. <laughs> uh, Blood Rally Show, top-down racer where you run over people. Not that interesting. Uh, Demon Turf. I don't know if you guys remember this game. This was the platformer where like, the main character was like looked like a hand-drawn animation, like a cuphead kind of thing, but it's a 3D platformer. Like, oh yeah, the, the characters. That's the. Um, it's published by Platonic. Yes, published by Platonic. It's Platonic yeah. Friends, I think, is what it's it called. Looks like a game called Crayus Saga. I don't. Uh, I'm. I might know it if you showed it to me, but I don't know if I remember the name. Yeah, this is like a 3D platformer. Reminds me a lot of. Um, it's it's got Hat in Time vibes with the character designs, but. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Get to the chopper. Is that me? Yeah, that's, I'm yeah. assuming that's you. Nah, I don't do anything. I hope there's not a goblin all up in this bitch. Uh, it's the Bosnian golem. <laughs> He's coming for you. Uh, no, this game This game is cool. I, I did have a little bit of issues with like the wall jumping and stuff like because they focus so much on that kind of animation that's in it that it kind of makes some of the platforming a little awkward but once you get the hang of it it's pretty cool it's got a really cool look to it um and it's 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 definitely wacky it's definitely got that ukulele slash platonic kind of humor in it um so no i i I was i had a lot of fun with that one uh the gardener and the wild vines is a weird game where you're you're playing this gardener trying to climb a tower and like you can pop up these pedal platforms with your with your scissors and eh, it's fine Hukon bye bye 
That's like a monochromatic, except it's green and black kind of platformer. It's it's this week's, you know, here's world one one, one two, one three, here's a puzzle platform, figure it out kind of thing, jumping puzzles. Speaking of a hat in time, there's a there's a side scrolling beat 'em up I played this week called Toonch. I think is how you pronounce it. Uh the girl from a hat in time is in it. You can play as her or you can play as these other characters. Uh it's a pretty standard, you know, left to right kind of streets of rage style beat 'em up game with combos, different enemies, stun effects, air juggles, things like that. It's got really nice animation. I like the characters in it. The design's really good. Uh, the last... I think it's the last indie game I played. Yeah. The last indie game I played... Why is my scroll not working? Scroll down. Uh, is Bloodshore. And that is the full motion video game that is essentially... We took a bunch of people, put them on an island, and they kill each other until there's one left. Uh, but it is a full motion video game, so you kind of pick your choices of things that you're going to do. Um, if you like those games, you'll probably like this, but the thing that I want to say about this game is that it's really well done. Like, the presentation is really good, like, the shots, the, the like, scene transitions, like, the, there seems to be a lot more money in this than you think there is. Like, it, it's really well done, but again, it's a full motion video game, so your mileage is going to vary whether or not you enjoy it. And then I got the two big dogs, um... I won't talk about Call of Duty much because I've only played the campaign. I I'm one of those people that I, you know, I only want to play the campaign. Um, it seems to have its moments of brilliance. Like some parts of it are really good, and I'm having a really good time with it. And there are other parts of it that I find a little tedious and not that fun. Um, visually, it looks stunning as you would expect it to. I do like the characters in the game. They seem to be written very well. Uh, I like the, the way the story is laid out is that you start off as this like ragtag group of people and then you get captured and as you're being wheeled away after being captured, you kind of get the backstories of each of the characters, which I think is an interesting twist. Um, I have not touched the multiplayer of the zombies, so I can't talk about that. The one thing I will say, though, is like I'm running the game on a Series X in like 120 hertz mode and... There are certain cutscenes and transitions that really like tank the frame rate, and I don't know if that's a bug or something else is going on, but the gameplay itself feels silky smooth. Um, feels like Call of Duty. Uh, so, so the game I was thinking of when, um, and you're not going to know it, Ken. I have okay. a feeling. Um, it's called Chantilly's. Chantilly's. What is that? So it's familiar? a. It, it's a anime-ish looking game but the character the world is 3d but the character is 2d like a 2d sprite okay no i don't know this and game. so when i saw um that game that demon i cannot turf. remember the name demon turf. demon turf when i saw B- demon turf i was like oh shit it kind of reminds me of that but except that that came out around the same time or i picked it up around the same time i picked up other games so i was thinking it was a uh, croyer uh, croyer sigma Sure. That's not the game. Yeah. Fucking terrible names of stuff. Anyways. Um, before I go uh, on to Forza, uh, Drew, I did start up Flynn and the Son of Crimson. That game is very good. Absolutely it is. That is a that is the next best thing to Shovel Knight, if you ask me. Yeah. It's... Those, are fu- those are those are some heavy words there. Drew. It's on Game Pass, so put your well, money where your mouth good. is and go download it. Yeah, Flynn, Son of Crimson is a fantastic 
platform action game. Yep. Yeah, I'm having a lot of fun with that. I think I'm up to the first like main area. So I've, I played yeah. for like an hour. It's it's really good. I'm I'm really it's enjoying really, it. Yeah. Uh, one thing I forgot to mention, I played probably five minutes of it. I don't. Is it non guns? Oh yeah, non guns two. Is that what it's called? Yeah, it's the second one, I think. Right. Yeah, that's not for me. <laughs> I played long enough to get a an achievement in it, and I was like, eh. That game is weird. It's like you're a tiny, it's like a tiny side-scroller. And it's just, yeah. it's visceral, and it's fast, and like you can die super easy. It's like, uh, it's fine. Everything seems very demonic. Yeah. God, there are so many fucking video games, it's impossible to keep track of them all. Yeah. Uh, so the last game that I've actually been playing for about two weeks, Forza Horizon. That's the game I couldn't even tell you I was playing for like two weeks. Um, is Forza Horizon like that? I think that was my biggest kind of gripe in my review was like I was coming into this. I I don't know why I should have expected anything different, but it is the this is the Horizon you know formula. You get the open world, you go do the different races, you unlock the different tiers, you collect cars. I think one of the things that was really kind of driving me nuts is like it doesn't like there's always something to do, which is a good thing, but it's almost too much to do. Like you open up the map and it looks like an Assassin's Creed game. Like there are six billion. And the thing is, is the further you get in the game and the more like areas that you unlock, like it doesn't get less. It gets more like it looks like every time you unlock a new area or a new expo or something, it's vomiting a ton of like icons on the screen and with it being an online game there's also portions of it that are like hey join a group of people and do this race or you know race these super hard drive avatars in this mode and then they've got the seasons mode returning which has like 400 different challenges and race like it's it's so much that you can like totally well that was a weird noise uh that you can totally get overwhelmed by like so many things to do and it's just, and I think that was my biggest gripe was like, sometimes I feel like, like when you're doing the story missions and like the big races, like, like, you know, the racing, the plane or the train or the boat or whatever, like that's the best beats of this game. And I feel like sometimes it's hard to kind of get to that. Like you're constantly being distracted by something else. Like there are 500 cars in this game and every car has their own XP tree. I don't need that. Like, I don't need a skill tree for all 500 cars. That's that's obsessive. That's too much. That's just... Every race I come out of, there are four different things that pop up that I need to go check. Check my accolades. Check my challenges. Check my car XP. Check this thing I unlocked over here. Check this thing I unlocked over here. It's just like... It's overwhelming how much stuff is in there. Now, on the flip side of that, goddamn, this thing is a visual powerhouse. Um, I don't... I don't subscribe to the 30 frames per second feels as good as the 60. I think you're all crazy. Uh, they're like, I can't tell this is the 30 frame per second. Oh, 100% I can tell. If I switch between 60 and 30, immediate fucking, like, I know. Uh, and I think a lot of it has to do with the aggressive motion blur that they use in 30 frames a second. If you're stuck at 30 frames a second, the gameplay's fine. But if you have the option, switch to that 60. 
because a racing game feels so much better at 60. That's not even like an argument. That's not an opinion. That's a fact. That's like saying so a... If it's, go ahead. If it's running at 60, does it run at 4K? Yes, it runs at 4K. What, what um, Playground has done is that the 30 and the 60 modes both run at 4K. They've removed some of the world detail. So like where there were 10 trees, now there's five. Gotcha. So it it just takes a little bit. But you won't notice things like that when you're running down the highway at 200 miles an hour. Yeah, I know. So I'm going to play at 60 because if if you can argue that a racing game feels as good at 30 as it does at 60, why don't you go play a fighting game at 30 instead of 60 and then come back and let's have a conversation? No. Because a fighting game at 30 frames a second is, is like it's playable, but it ain't a fighting game the way it's meant to be played. There's a reason why fighting games are always 60 frames a second. Same reason why the racing games are always 60 frames a second. Yeah, I mean, a perfect example, Monster Hunter World, as good as it played on Xbox and PlayStation, the PC version runs at 60 frames a second. That changes that game. Yeah, 100%. 100%. 60 frames a second, whether or not you can quote-unquote see it, you can feel it. And if you don't feel it, then there's something wrong. Because it's just the response time that you get when you're, you know, when you're inputting your controls and it's just, there's no, there's no comparison. So I see that, and I don't know where that narrative is coming from. People are like, man, I think I might play in the 30 frames per second. And man, no. If you have an option, always go 60. Like, <laughs> like that's not even a thought to me. Like, always go 60. Racing games, fighting games, and shooters. If there's an option, take the higher frame rate. You know, deliberate combat games like Monster Hunter or uh, Devil May Cry, you know, things like that, take the 60 frames per second. But, um, I've also noticed that, like, Forza Horizon is also, uh, it's an online game, but, like, before it's actually out for the Game Pass people, like, it's disconnecting from the main session constantly. Uh, I did notice that a lot in my playtime early on. Um, How bad is the disruption? Like, is it happening during races and stuff? It, it does, but the thing is, is it'll keep going. Like, it doesn't kick you out of the game. It just pops up a message that you've been kicked out of the session, blah, blah, blah. And, and it really doesn't do anything except kind of annoy you. Like, it doesn't stop your progress. It doesn't kill the race. It doesn't kill what you've collected, you know, in your world. It just takes away the online events and, like, you know, those little things that pop up and say, like, well, you've discovered 30 roads, but uh, Drew has discovered 50, so he's the next person you got to pass. That kind of stuff. But I'm assuming that'll be fixed before Tuesday, before the game, you know, drops on Game Pass. Um, but, yeah, I, I, I... My biggest takeaway in the review was, like, this is a game that, to me, screams, like, we're ready for a hub. We're ready for Forza Horizon Infinite to where we just make a game and then every year you add a new area. Like, we don't need a new game. Because it's it's the same thing every time. And, and I just feel like we've got enough of these now that I don't need a new numbered version. Now, on the flip side of that, these are Game Pass games. So it's not like you're really losing anything by making a new game. It's just somebody downloads a new game. So maybe that's the way Microsoft looks at it. But if we were still paying, you know, 60 bucks a pop for these, I think it would be time just to make a hub. But that's just my opinion. 
Everybody else on the internet said it was 10 out of 10. You know, I was the asshole that gave it. I, I think I literally was the lowest score, which was an 8 out of 10. You lose all credibility. What's that? You lose all credibility. I do. because Well, no, Drew, remember, I'm an Xbox fanboy, so every Xbox first-party game, I give a 10 out of 10. But somehow I'm the lowest score on an Xbox. Well, what's considered Xbox's you, best game of the year. So You suck as a reviewer and you suck as an Xbox fan. I do. I'm kind of like Drew in his PlayStation fanboyism. <laughs> he sucks at it. He hates all the Naughty Dog games. You know, Doesn't have a PS5. Even on a PS5. Yeah. Okay. What kind of pony are you? I mean, it's not like I haven't been trying to get one. <laughs> have you legitimately been trying to get one or have you just kind of given up? I, I've I've given up. I, I was trying earlier in the year, but I've, I've pretty much given up. My wife has secretly, she told me, she said for the past couple of months, I've been trying to get you a PlayStation 5. And I was like, babe, stop. Just stop. Yeah, it's going to stress you out, man. It's too hard right now. Like, I couldn't even imagine. I was trying to get somebody one for, or a, a Series X for like six months. And we just could not get one. I mean, at this point, how many things do I have to play already? I don't need another system with more games to even play. Yeah. Like, the PS5 not being my main console, I literally turn that thing on, like, once every three months. Like, since I've had it. Like, when I got it, obviously I played through Miles Morales. You know, then Ratchet came out, I played through that. You know, Kena, Kena whatever, however you say it, came out, I played that. But, like, other than that, it's just been kind of sitting there unless, some, like, somebody sends us a PS4 review code or something, you know? I did play Death Stranding and Ghost of Tsushima, but those are games I'd already played. So I literally just had to jump into them, see the new content, and then jump back out. So that, That's, like, you know, I've still got Spider-Man that is still in the Saran wrap. The first one? I've got, yeah, the first one. Jesus Christ, that game is so good. I haven't played that. I still got, I just recently, last year, beat God of War, you know? Yeah. And so and I've got Death Stranding, which I put two hours into, and this is on the old system. So why the hell would I need the new system when I can play everything that I have on my old system? Because it plays better? I mean, sure, but, I mean, it's not worth the headache of trying to find one of these things. No, it's really not. And And that's what sucks about it. Like, if they were readily available cool, buy a PS5, play Death Stranding, you know, at better frame rates, or you know, God of War at 60 frames a second, or Ghost of Tsushima at 60, you know. But if you can't find one, it's not worth, like, killing yourself over to get it to play older games. You can play those games on your PS4. So. I think Ratchet is really the only game you're missing out this year that's, like, I mean, people get mad at me because I didn't say Returnal. I thought Returnal was a good game, but I don't think it's a $70 good game. Uh, but Ratchet, I absolutely think, is definitely worth a playthrough. That's, that's the other thing is like with Game Pass, I have 150 games at my disposal that I can use whenever the hell I want to. Yeah, and you I, get Forza, I, and you I, get Halo. You got, you know. Yeah. It's it's hard to be like this game should be seventy dollars. I'm going to go drop. Like it's hard for me when I have to buy a game. So. Like, Anthony reviewed Pokemon Snap, so I didn't get a code for it, but, like, I wanted to buy that game, but every time I went to buy it, I'm like, man, that's 60 bucks for a game I'm going to play, what, like an hour, two hours, maybe? 
Oh man, I'm so addicted to that title. Sure, sure, you are, but like for me as somebody who doesn't, like I bought Diablo. I've played 20 minutes of it so far. Ooh. You know? Well, I can tell you this, I bought Diablo 2 as well, and I've already put probably 40. True, you have, but you were playing, like I haven't touched it. Like, because yeah. I'm playing other stuff. And I think that's that's kind of the big thing is like I I get into that FOMO thing of like I want to play this game because it's out and it's new. I haven't even booted up Lost Judgment. Hey, I didn't review Lost Judgment. I've put six hours into Tales of Arise. I bought Tales of Arise. That's like a 40-hour game. I played six hours. So like... It's it's hard for me to sit here and go, you know, like, 70 bucks for a game or, fuck it, what's new on Game Pass for the month. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, that that's the thing is I couldn't tell you the last game I purchased. Yeah, and, and I keep buying games because I am that. I don't want to miss out on this game. I don't want to miss yeah. out on, like, the zeitgeist. Yeah, I know that feeling. But then I don't play it. Yeah. Well, I mean, that, 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 I'm beyond the zeitgeist now. I, I'm, I'm, I'm. He's, he's transcended. He's transcended the zeitgeist. He's transcended yeah. humanity. The zeitgeist no longer has an effect on him. Yeah, no. I can't. I can't wait, Drew, for two years down the line when you finally get around to playing Guardians of the Galaxy on Phoenix Down, and you realize how fucking good that game is. Well, then I can. Then I will realize it. Then that's yep. the thing. Is like I'm, I'm missing out now, but ah, eh, well, I'll get to it eventually. Yeah, like there, there's been so many games this year that people forget. What's that? Eventually I'll get to Spider-Man. Yeah, and you'll be like, oh my god, why didn't I play this sooner? Kind of like you did with God of War. Yeah, God of War was a great game, and I'm glad I played it. You know, And I had a great time while playing it. It wasn't like I didn't have a... I had a lesser time because I wasn't playing it while everybody else was. Yeah, no, you can still enjoy it later. That's perfectly fine. You know, my wife just played through um, Greedfall. Yeah. Yeah, she loved it. And now she's playing Mass Effect. She's so, never played Mass Effect before? Yeah, she started the Legendary Edition, the first one. She's never played it. Oh, man. Yep. Man, that first game's amazing. Yep, she's playing that now. She just finished Greedfall. So, like, she's she's having a ball. And you know what all those are? Those are just games sitting around that she's never played. There you go. So, um, you know, because I remember, speaking of game, uh, buying games and then not playing them, I did go out to buy a game uh, Friday. Oh shit, afterwards. I haven't done that in years. Uh, you know, I saw that, like, oh, Cruisin' Blast is uh, available at uh, Best Buy nearby, so I go there. That game is so good. Yeah, so I'm like, okay, cool. Um, let's pick up Cruisin' Blast. And, oh, you know what? New Super Lucky's Tale is pretty cheap on Switch physically, so let's pick that up too. I go up to the counter at Best Buy, put the two games on. Everybody pulls out a phone, which was kind of weird, because apparently I haven't been in a Best Buy recent enough to know what the fuck's going on anymore. And, uh... Oh, this one, he, he touches the uh, new Super Lucky's Tale. Apparently we need three people to do this process, by the way. Uh, one guy touches the new Super Lucky's Tale and goes, Oh, that one's only online now. And my brain just went... <laughs> <laughs> then why the fuck do you have cases on the shelf? Does Best Buy not put out like full games anymore? Fuck if I know, Ken. They used they to actually just have not... like the game yeah. in the box, yeah. Yeah. 
Um, now I know that like they used to have it like bring it up to the front. There'll be a lockup, but those were usually like the new new games. Yeah, the ones they had like a billion copies of. Yeah, so I was like, okay. Yeah, no, I had two empty cases. It's like, please bring to the internet pickup desk, which thankfully is right next to the game section. I'm like, all right. Uh, yeah, this one uh, we don't have anymore. Now, that's happened before, but it's like the display case was out, and, like, they don't have the games, and, like... But I'm like, it's only online now. And then I'm like, well, if it's only online, why do you have the case? Like, it wasn't just one case sitting there. That, that's, you know, someone could have sold. So, so... No, it gets better. So I'm like, okay. They cannot find a copy of Cruise and Blast. It says they have three on hand. But they can't find I know... I can't find any. I left empty-handed. I nothing irritates me more than just like the the fact like just don't don't have it on your shelf. Like the cruise and blast thing, you know what inventory shit happens. But if you're gonna tell me like, oh, this is only online, why? There was three of you standing around doing nothing. Does none of you like? Can none of you just go and make sure like the stuff that you're advertising in your store is actually sellable in your store? That's crazy to me. Like, what I, the fuck is? He's like, I, I, like, well, the the uh, cruise and blast might be on the truck now. Maybe that's the case, but every place I've ever worked, anything that comes from Nintendo, which means basically all Nintendo games, they come from like a truck that's like a pure leader or whatever, not like a main distribution truck. Could be different with Best Buy, but like that was kind of weird too. Yeah, I, like, I games don't usually go through a transfer center. Sorry, I cut you off. No, I was just gonna say I legitimately have not been in a retail like video game store in probably two years now. I'm good for you. Like, it's, uh, it's just crazy, but like, to, but like it's crazy for me to think of like how much has probably changed since the last time I was in there. You know, the, the fun, the the weird thing is, um, if I go into like an EB Games, it depends on which EB Games I'm in the quality of the store which has always been the case but like now it's more so of how much has all the other shit outside of video games kind of taken over Mm -hmm. Uh, and then the last one i went into was like well all of our the ps4 uh, when i asked for biomutant and they said well that's an old game it came out this year it's not that old I mean, I think when we go back to do game of the year we're going to be shocked at how many games came out this year that we forgot came out this year it's just like I don't know what the fuck is going on with like games retail, but like a lot of it comes down to uh we actually we it says we have it nah we don't then you should work on that because this just pisses people off like I'm lucky it was right next to where I work basically because otherwise I've been would have been really pissed yeah that I drove like fuck. All I want to play is Cruise and Blast. I just want a cartridge of it because it's going to cost me the same, if not less, for the physical version. Doesn't make any fucking sense, I know. All right. Well, speaking of video game retail, let's talk about this week because oof, this is this is like the week. All right. Uh, we're going to go through Series X, PS5 first. We've got Airborne Kingdom, Football Manager 2022, Forza Horizon 5 for everybody else who didn't buy it early. Jurassic World Evolution 2. 
MechWarrior 5 Mercenaries, My Singing Monsters Playground, Gun Kid 99, Real Farm Premium Edition, Grand Theft Auto The Trilogy The Definitive Edition, Orcs Must Die 3 Cold as Eyes, that's pretty good. The Elder Scrolls V Skyrim Anniversary Edition. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Ten years later, Skyrim is still coming out. Treasures of the Aegean Battlefield 2042 Borderlands 3 Ultimate Edition Human Fall Flat Anniversary Edition Tie the Tasmanian Tiger HD I'm assuming that's physical release. Uh, all the same stuff for PlayStation 5, in addition, Classic Racers Elite. Switching it'll be interesting to see, oh, I was gonna say, it'll no. be interesting to see what uh, the GTA trilogy, what's actually there for songs. Yeah, I think they haven't released that yet, and we're going to know no. real soon. Um, PlayStation 4 and Xbox One, a lot of the same stuff, but we're also getting Blue Reflection Second Light. Hey, look at that. That's an anime game. Yep, Jay's reviewing it right now, actually. Uh, Connect Tank. American Hero. That's the Jaguar CD game I was talking about last week. American Hero. Uh, Arcade Arcade Archives, Libble Rabble. Uh, Epic Chef. And Gynoog. Gynoog? G-Y-N-O-U-G. That's a video game. I don't know what it is, but that's a video game. Uh, Xbox One. All the same stuff. We're also getting Alchemist Simulator. Uh, and Whiskey Mafia Leo's Family. Whatever that is. Uh, Nintendo Switch. Whew, let's open this bitch up. Uh, Gravity Light. Uh, I'm not going to go over the things I've already said. 890B. The Adventure of Ravi and Navi. Um, Island Farmer. Joji, or Juji's Journey. Panmorphia Enchanted. Pups and Purrs Animal Hospital. Retro Highway. Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic. Timingu. Timingul, I don't know how you say that. A Pretty Odd Bunny, Amazing Princess Sarah, Hop Legs, Pukan Bye Bye, Shin Megami Tensei Five, Venus Improbable Dream, and X Force Genesis. Whew, big week. I forgot about Jurassic World 2. I didn't, I just didn't care. I like that first one. I want to play the second one. Alright, let's go true to news. I don't have a lot of news, but the news I do have is probably going to spark a lot of conversation. So we'll get to the... We'll we'll save the two big dogs for last. Um, Midnight Suns, that new Marvel game, has been delayed. uh, I think six months. It's not terrible. No. So, you know the narrative online that Xbox Game Pass is ruining video games because people don't have to pay for it? You know, they just get that dollar subscription? You know that conversation? Yeah, sure. 
So Forza, yeah, Forza Horizon 5 is not available on Game Pass yet. That game just passed 1 million users. Huh. So you have to pay to play that game right now. And it has a million users in two days. So... But the insiders know, Ken. Come on. Yes. Those, those people that say Game Pass has ruined video games, but, you know... Forza's already got a million people playing it. And that, in order to play it, you either have to have paid for the $100 version or you had to have Game Pass and paid for the premium upgrade, which is $45. So, that game made a couple dollars. Skyrim, uh, the one we just talked about, $20 if you want to upgrade to the Anniversary Edition if you already own it. So it's not a free upgrade. Which also sparked a bunch of conversation online because, you know, upgrades are supposed to be free, but, you know, people have given Sony crap for charging for, like, Ghost of Tsushima and Death Stranding upgrades, but, you know, Xbox doesn't. But doesn't Xbox own Bethesda? How does that work if you have Game Pass? Like, does anybody know? I, I don't know. I, I'm so done with Skyrim. I don't know. I'll be it was a good. See. It was a good game. Was. It was not a great game. Like, I'm sorry, it just isn't. It's it's fine. But, like, a lot of that content is just kind of meh. Well, I mean, there's more of it now in the Skyrim Anniversary Edition. I will definitely look at it on Tuesday and see, like... Because I own Skyrim on Xbox, so, like, will I have to pay if I have Game Pass? Like, if I have Game Pass, will I get, like, a discount? Like, how does that work? Oh no, I'll figure it out this week. To be clear, I think Oblivion was better. That's the reason why I'm like, eh, Skyrim. Alright, uh, we've got a bunch of news about Square and Crystal Dynamics. So, Square basically came out and threw Crystal Dynamics under the bus for the Avengers. Basically, oh, That's saying, not a surprise. Yeah, they basically said in their statement, like, you know, we didn't match the right team to the right, like, yeah. Basically blaming them for the... Uh, in other Avengers news, uh, Crystal Dynamics has said they're going to remove the XP boosters from the game, and their biggest update is due at the end of November, I believe, which will finally include Spider-Man. Sure. Does anybody care? I mean, besides Sony fanboys that, that want to make I, a conversation just, piece. You know? Talk about a game I just don't give a shit about. Yeah. That game was not fun anyway. It sucks, man, because if you play Guardians of the Galaxy, you see what could have been. Makes me sad. And like, it feels like Square wants to just throw Crystal Dynamics under the bus all the time. Oh, you know, the Tomb Raider's not selling so great, and it's a Western thing. Like, you know what? That's your fault. You're the one that markets this shit. You know what would not shock me? We had this conversation a while back. Microsoft is working with Crystal Dynamics on Perfect Dark. We kind of mentioned, like, maybe it's a tryout, maybe they're going to buy them. I think Square hates Crystal Dynamics so bad that they're just going to, like, give them to Microsoft at some point, right? I don't know. Also, Wombat never listens to these shows, but here was my tweet the other night. What if Microsoft buys Crystal Dynamics and they bring the legacy of Kane IP with them? It won't happen. Shut up, Anthony. Don't ruin my dreams. Your dreams are dumb. That is, how is that a dumb dream? Were you telling me you would not play a new Legacy of Kane from Crystal Dynamics I'm, with Microsoft money? 
Ken, I'm telling you it's dumb not because it's a bad idea, but because it's not going to happen. Let me dream. Drew still dreams about Rocksteady and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, but you don't give him a hard time. Every damn day. See? Because that's actually more likely to happen. No, it is not likely to happen. Then fucking, yes it is, because it doesn't have two fucking groups of people trying to... Like, who owns Legacy of Kain? Square. Who owns it? Square and Crystal Dynamics is included mm. in the IP. They I don't know the about IP. that. This, was it just the first game that's in fucking... Yeah, it was the only one that was Shams- made by Amy Henning and... Um, what was it? Uh, what's the name of that company? Ryan would know. Silicon? Silicon Knights. Silicon. Yeah, Crystal Dynamics took over that IP after that, and it's been there since. Wow. Whatever, I still don't think it's happening. Who has the Ninja Turtles IP? Uh, well, Nickelodeon owns it fully, so they can do whatever the fuck they want with it. True. Who owns Rocksteady? Well, at this point, I have no idea. Nobody knows. Warner Brothers owns them. Right now. They've had, I mean, Warner Brothers and Nickelodeon play fair all the time. Yeah, but it ain't gonna happen. It's like, it's like asking NetherRealm not to make a Mortal Kombat. Ain't gonna happen. Alright, I don't even know how to talk about this next piece. Maybe one of y'all knows something about the metaverse or blockchain or NFTs or whatever fuck this is. But Square, Ubisoft, and EA have all come out on their earnings call saying that NFTs and blockchain and all that shit is, is like the future of gaming. Okay, so I'll tell you the reason why they say that. Because every purchase that would be like... Alright, so right now, if you... We've all heard of gold farming and shit. That still happens, right? Mm-hmm. I make an account on EA fucking FIFA blah blah blah, and then people sell that. People sell stuff that through other means, like they use a third party to sell things. So whether it being like, I have this card in FIFA Ultimate uh, Team and like, you know, Pay me this much and I'll somehow give you the card or whatever. It happens. If it's blockchain based, that purchase goes in. So when they have that card, it goes into like a digital ledger. Every time it changes hands for money, EA can take a bit of that or Ubisoft or whatever. Like that's how this will work in their favor if it happens. Gotta remember, though, this is all buzzword shit right now. And, like, people are kind of going, I don't really like NFTs, more and more. Mainly because the audience of NFTs are a bunch of dickheads. What the fuck the is an NFT? Non-fungible token, Ken. That doesn't answer my question, that just gives me more questions. So, an NFT is just a good that is sold through a blockchain. Do you know what a blockchain is? I have no fucking clue what a blockchain is. It sounds like something you'd run into in Mario. Blockchain chomp. I don't don't really know where to start now. (laughs) Um, (laughs) You know what cryptocurrency is? I mean, I I know the name. Uh, Apparently, it's not real money. Okay, so... Like digital money, fake money. I don't know. I don't even know how to. I don't even know how to 
bring you up to speed in a reasonable amount. I don't. I don't want um, you to. My point is, is that like, how many people? Like, if I walk up to somebody on the street and say blockchain NFT, would they think I was summoning Candyman or trying to give them money? They would know probably if if they don't know more than you, they know as much as you. They know the words. They know they mean something, which is why I'm saying. A lot of what I think these companies are doing right now is just saying buzzwords because yeah, that's because... what fucking money people know. They don't know what the fuck is going on. They just hear buzzwords and go, yeah, that's a thing. So let me, let me, and I'm going to, I'm going to credit one of my favorite personalities, Vinny Caravella. I heard him this week on their Next Lander podcast talking about this and he brought up a point that is so, it hits so fucking hard. How can you sell an NFT when you don't even, like for a digital game, when you don't even have clear knowledge of you own the fucking game? Like, how can you own something in something that you don't own? Ken, the whole (laughs) process of digital goods is horseshit. Yes, it is. But with NFTs, they've just obfuscated the bullshit. So well, what, so, no, if I, it's if I ledger, buy, so so it sounds more legitimate. It sounds more legitimate that we have like, well, this account gets written down as owning this. So when you you can trade it to someone, that's implying that someone a wants your crap, b is willing to spend money for it, <laughs> and c that someone that we can verify it's you on the account. Anyone with access to the account could then, you know, fucking access the account because there's no confirmation like if you go to a bank right you don't just get to open an account they ask for information basically they verify that you are you so no one else can be you but that doesn't happen with blockchain because there's no protections based in it so anything that travels through blockchain is just based on accounts and not personal information things that cannot change right because i could give you access to my account or And what happened recently with someone who had a bunch of money in a blockchain is that people held him at gunpoint and demanded his like passwords and stuff and just took it. And there's no way to get that stuff back. So there's no two factor for blockchain. Well, here's the thing. They took his two factor. They made him sign in. So two FA for NFT blockchain. So, but, but here's the thing. Two factor. If, Two-factor authentication is only great when accessing an account. As soon as you have access to the account, like there's, it's now just thinks you're you because you've passed all the checks, right? And uh, if you go later, sometimes. I didn't, I didn't transfer that money, but the only proof that you are you was that account. So you go look, this account transferred money, but I didn't do that. I don't know that. It, all I know is that this account transferred money, and that's where that ends. I think I just the had whole like thing a is stroke. Not, and it's like this is this is goes back to my my rant about like don't fucking chase the dragon when it comes to like what's popular at the moment because you know what they fucking Ubisoft Ubisoft needs to shut their fucking mouth and just work on their uh, actual company because fucking horror stories keep coming out of there. Um, Ubisoft how many times has tried to fucking do a battle royale because that was a buzzword 
you know, like, it's just, it's always the same. They have to answer to investors. Investors don't really give a shit in the product. They want to hear the buzzwords. Online. Uh, microtransactions. Uh, NFTs are popular now. Uh, Battle Royale is popular. You know, like, it's just, it's all these things that you just have to checkbox. But the problem is that with NFTs and blockchain technology, every transaction that goes through, if EA's running it or Ubisoft's running it, Ubisoft can scrape a little bit off the top. So they can make money on every transaction from player to player, not just player to a main server. And the non-fungible token just means that it's like you have a proof of purchase attached to an account. Okay. Is there anywhere you lost? I lost you, other than entirely. I I I think I checked out. My brain just just cannot understand these things, and like every time I hear, it's kind of like when I get a, a press release about a video game, and I start reading it, and I see the word rogue, or card, or souls like, I just. I stop reading. And, and and here's the thing. Right now, the, the only important part to note is that up until, like, recently, and I think <clears> recently, <throat> like, within the last 48 hours, NFTs, like, have been pretty avoidant on taxes. So it was really easy to kind of make money without having to, like, get it taxed. But for the sounds of that, that's going to end quickly. <laughs> Like legislation's being passed and stuff, so probably was great for these companies at one point. But I don't know if that's something they're going to continue doing or follow through with because I, that's happening too. I just don't need my I don't need my NFTs in my video game. I will never buy an NFT. Um, there's a there's a Twitter account called Coiners Taking L's, and it just covers like. How fucking stupid NFTs are. I mean, every time somebody's tried to explain it to me, I'm like, you you sound like a person who only half knows what they're talking about because this thing is so fucking hard to explain that you can't even explain it to people who don't understand it. Like, that's how ridiculous this whole shit sounds to me. Like, when people were talking about how much money they were making on Dogecoin. Or some it's other... the same... I mean, the reality is is that any of these coins are basically the same fucking thing. That's what I'm saying. It's an it's NFT. Like, who, who gives a shit? Well, you, you have to. You have to give a shit if you're involved. But I'm not, don't so give I don't. A shit. Hold on. <laughs> but what I'm saying is you have to because that's the only way it's worth something is if you can get the next person hyped up enough to believe in your hardship. Dude, I blocked NFT from my inbox. Like, if there's an email that has the words NFT in it, it's just gone. It's funny, we didn't count, we didn't, I don't think we talked about it, but, like, Valve will not let NFT games on their their platform. Good! Yeah, really good. And Epic at one point said that, but as soon as Valve blocked it, Epic was like, oh, we're rolling it. Well, yeah, they're just, they're just contrarians, that's all they are. Yeah. Yeah, I can't. I can't deal with the shit. And hearing Ubisoft, EA, and Squaresoft all saying NFTs are the future of gaming, I'm like, well, it's nice knowing you. It's it's. I, yeah, I don't know how kinda... to put it. Like you, this is such a short-sighted look. Like NFTs. If you said this 
last year, whenever it like really popped up, I would have made, maybe gone, yeah, sure. But now it's kind of a fucking joke. And here's the sad part. NFT, like, like the idea of blockchain technology built into like digital ownership isn't a terrible idea. It's just the application of it's gonna not be well implemented. It's going to be totally skeezy and scummy and all this shit. Like the idea of being able to um like trade in a digital game for some money back would be possible if everything was written basically maintained on a on a ledger on blockchain technology. Well, I'm done with playing the new COD, right? I'll sell it back or whatever, however they would want to do it. Like, it doesn't sound like a terrible idea, but it's just like, that's not going to how, how it's going to be implemented. It's going to be implemented with like gun skins. Things that are just like, there, there's no actual like end to this. Just fucking make more gun skins. Like the artificial scarcity and shit. Like, uh, if... Yeah, I was about to say, Steam has already been doing this for a long time with their little, you know, trading cards and CSGO items and stuff like that. It's just Steam hasn't actually done it. They've had third parties doing it for them. Yeah, and they don't actually allow that shit. Yeah, but like, people do it anyway. Yeah, yeah. And there's there's the difference. Like, and And with all that stuff... It's also, it's just pure randomization. Like, it's not actually like, oh, this is a 1 in 10,000. We're not really making any more. Like, they, they, they'll do that with certain things for, like, tournaments and shit. But, like, they don't... They're not using blockchain technology to fucking do it. Like, blockchain, to process anything through a blockchain just requires way too much energy. Like, the whole thing is just, like fucking burning money to make money. Doesn't make any fucking sense. It's dumb. I hate this fucking conversation. I'm so sorry I went into this. It's just like, I know enough about it to hate it. Yeah, I Everything don't... Everything I know more, every time I learn more about it, I'm just like, yeah, this is still terrible. It's just far worse than I expected. Yeah, I, I, I've never wanted to have a conversation about blockchain and NFTs and all this bullshit, but then, you know, these game companies are talking about it. I'm like, nah, dog. That's not well, it. Well, and then like you mentioned, metaverse is, is. Are we moving into that conversation? I don't even want to have that conversation. Like, again, I don't want to have a conversation about something I don't understand, and I think it's just all digital bullshit. I don't even want to talk so, about it. Just quickly, the guy from Two K, whoever he is, I don't fucking remember. Is um was against it, but then is also, like, for VR, and it's just, like, again, this is all, like, buzzword nonsense. And I, the, the fact that Metaverse has been popping up more and more, oh, it, don't fucking give in to Facebook, like, trying to rebrand. This is just them saying, oh, we're not actually Facebook. Facebook is a separate entity outside of what's actually... Meta as a company, don't fall for it. They're still Facebook. Make sure the government splits up their company. God damn. It's, it's ridiculous. Alright, I got two more stories. These are One of them is probably to spark a little conversation. One of them is definitely going to have a conversation. So the first one is, there was a press release that went out at like 
12 o'clock at night, Microsoft and Sega have joined forces to do a cloud initiative using Azure to create the next generation super game. Yeah, this is what Sega talked about. They didn't. They were just like, "Oh, we're gonna be making this super game. It's part of our process, or like on our schedule, or whatever." And they never said anything more about it. So I'm just gonna assume it's a pile of horseshit, or it's not a very good idea. They also mentioned existing IP in that release statement. I think the big question everybody had, like everybody was freaking out, was like, "Does this mean Microsoft and Sega are gonna make exclusive games?" No, probably not. No. But this does strengthen um, the relationship between Microsoft and Sega, which was already good. So the. I think people are forgetting, like, there was a talk about Sega using cloud technology for their arcade stuff, and I have a feeling this is related to that. Well, I guess we'll see. It, it Don't worry, fanboys, this does not affect Sega games on other consoles, so chill out on that aspect. Alright, Drew, I need, I'm going to need you for this conversation, so we need to talk about Activision Blizzard. Okay, can we, seeing as how this is going to be a big one, uh, do you remember that game Scorn? Yes, the porn horror game. It's got wall dicks. I don't know dicks. what porn you're watching, but it's got yeah, I suppose, you're right. You know. Uh, that's delayed, eh? I thought we talked about that last week. I thought we knew that was delayed. Uh, did you, yeah, but they, they responded on their Kickstarter, telling people, like, you know, with this reaction, like, just forget about the game or whatever. If you don't like her, it's just like, all right, this is going to be bad. Yeah, you know, that game looked interesting, but at the same time, like, I wasn't, like, waiting on it. You know what game I'm waiting on that's running out of runway? Is it supposed to be out in 2021? The Gunk. They swore up and down. Yeah, I feel like that's never happening. Yeah, they swore that game was coming out in 2021 as recently as, like, a week ago. I don't know if y'all know this, but... You got like seven weeks. <laughs> Just how are they gonna build all those Intellivision Amicos by then? Oh, that thing's twenty twenty two. You know I have that. to, Ken. Yeah, it's twenty twenty two. All right, Ken. 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 <laughs> Ken. That shit's not twenty twenty two. That shit's not happening. Come on. We talk about well, YouTubers have boxes. <laughs> YouTubers also had um. God damn it! What's that piece of shit that that got delayed? It's not Retro Blocks. That was its original name. I don't know what you're talking about. The one that has the Saturn emulation. And oh, Polymega. Polymega. Polymega's no, been shipped. Fucking People YouTubers own it. had that. Yeah, Polymega also had a thing that's come out like two years ago, and then just went silent. Yeah, well, it's out there now. So. Whew. All right, so All right, Activision Blizzard. Activision Blizzard had a call this week. Um, there's a lot to unpack here. We're going to start with. You remember when they assigned Mikey Barra and Jen O'Neill as like the head of Activision of Blizzard? Well, Jen O'Neill is now leaving <laughs> after like two months. He's gone. Two months in. What's that? Two months in. Two months in. She's gone. Uh, so now it's just Mikey Barra. Uh, her statement was like, you, you kind of read it and you go, is this like a slight? Because she's like, with the direction Activision Blizzard is going now, I, I it inspired me to leave. 
Because it was so good, I wanted to go out and make change somewhere else. Holy shit. And the best part about her departure was that the employees didn't find out about it until about 10 minutes before the call. And some of them didn't find out until the call happened. And... Oh, there's more. Bobby Kotick it, is taking a pay cut. Like, he's only going to make like $62,500 a year. Yeah, uh-huh, but he'll make his fucking bonus, so you can fuck off with that shit. No, he said no bonuses. Oh, oh, well, then he'll still make his money from Coca-Cola. Don't worry, everybody. No, the thing is, is Bobby Kotick has so much money that he could, like, that never too. make another dime. And... Oh, Bobby, Bobby wants to make it clear that he's doing all he can. Bobby, make changes. The money's not going to fucking help. Make changes. All right. I'll take the hit. So let's get into the part where we need to have a conversation. So it, also in this call, Blizzard has announced that Diablo 4 and Overwatch 2 will not be out in 2022. Diablo? Overwatch is dead. Diablo, Okay. We all, we all, if they'd have told us it was a 2023 release date, we'd have been like, okay. To, to, to like go back to the beginning of the show, Anthony, where you were talking about playing with no content. Um, it's approaching two years since we've had new content. Anything. Overwatch. Anything. Approaching two years. And now. We're talking another year and a half. So over three years with no content to a game that lives and dies on content. It's a dead game. It's just dead in the water. Yeah, I watched a lot of like the Overwatch players, the streamers this week talking about this. And it's just, it's not, there's no way. No. There's there's just no way that this game survives until 2023. I think it's finally time Blizzard sits down and says, look, it's time to just release updates for Overwatch and rebrand Overwatch 2 as a big title update to Overwatch. I, I don't know how you survive this any other way because you cannot put a live game on hold for three years. No. And then expect people just to come back? Yeah. No. no. This is... I don't even understand. I don't even understand how this is even possible. Like, with no no content for the last two years, and you're telling us there won't be any content for another year, nobody's going to be playing this game. This game will be forgotten. And when you try to bring it back, people will be like, well, I've already moved on. I'm playing Apex. I'm playing, you know, one of the other 20 shooters that is out there that has been releasing regular content. Yeah. There's a, there's a YouTube channel that I follow, and all he does is, like, 30-second... Overwatch updates, like if they release like a patch, 
he just says, oh, soldier got this buff, this somber got this buff, this debuff. And uh, this year, whenever they had uh, Halloween, he did all his things. He said, and they get Junkenstein's revenge for the fifth year in a row. And that's the end of the video. <laughs> and it's true. It's, we've been doing the same stuff. And it's just for five years. Yeah, and, and the game's not even being rebalanced. Like, it's just continuing on. There'll be a minor thing here or there. Yeah. But, like, you can't, in a game like that, you can't keep the meta the same for fucking years. People just get sick of it. I mean, to be honest with you, I'm halfway sick of it. Yeah, I I played five matches this week, and I'm shocked that I played those. Yeah. Like, I, I have no desire to, to jump into anything but quick play at this point. Yeah, and you know the only reason I bumped in was because the new season started? See, I didn't even do my season stuff. I, yeah. I, I, don't, I don't care anymore. I just, I just don't... I just... I, <laughs> I don't know. It, it, the th- the problem is, and, and I know everybody on that either on this show or listens to this show is so sick of me and Ken talking about Overwatch. But the fact of the matter is, is that me and Ken hold Overwatch as one of the best games of all time. Like that's one of the it's one of our favorite games. Period. Mm-hmm. It's like it's up there with Metal Gear Solid for me, and Diablo two, and Resident Evil two, and you know, Super Metroid, like Overwatch legit is one of the best games I've ever played. Yeah. And to see it just go to the wayside like this, it's just, it's disheartening. You know, I mean, and, and think, say what you want to about, about Blizzard and their, and their, their company and the people that work there and stuff like that. Yeah. They've got some really shitty people that work there, but there's also a lot of really good people that work there too, who bust their ass on this game. And I'm sure they're feeling really disheartened now too. Yeah, like how do you how do you engage people that have devoted five years of their life and, and just basically tell them that no, nah, you don't get anything, and you're not going to get anything. <sighs> no, no, we will not see we will not see a new character until whenever Overwatch Two ever happens. Which is which is at this point over twelve months. Yeah. So we're going to literally be three years before we get a new character or a new meaningful map. Think about it. We've gotten new maps, but they've all been deathmatch. Yeah. Nobody plays deathmatch. No, that's not that's not why people play the game. See, the problem is, is like they announced Overwatch two what three years ago. Dude, that thing was announced before. Let's see. So they announced it at BlizzCon 2019. Okay, so two years ago, they've they've regularly shown things from it. They've shown characters. They've shown changes. They've shown like four maps. You have content there. It's time to cut your losses and say we're not doing Overwatch 2 anymore and release that new content. That's how you revitalize this dead game. Yeah, you've got to start putting stuff into the PvP. But then they don't... Then they have to explain to their investors, well, the reason why we can't sell the new thing is we're giving it away for free or whatever, and that'll not go over well. Well, let's see let's see who they want. Do they want money from the sales of Overwatch, 
or do they want money from their investors? They want money from their investors. <laughs> yeah. And then Overwatch 2 will be 2023. I would say probably late 2023. And it will come out to middling sales. Yeah. And then they'll, pro- then they'll probably just let it die. I mean, it's dying now. Yeah. I mean, there's... this is like this is like this is like year the last two years of the Wii. You remember that? Yeah, it was pretty bad. You know, the last the last two years of the Wii, there was zero games that came out for that system. Yeah. I mean, that was all of the Wii U. I mean, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, but people they try had, people had, try to forget about the Wii U. U. <laughs> the Wii U had some bangers. It did, but let's be fair, as a console, it felt like more of like a 32X level yeah. of... <laughs> it's true. It's true. But, I mean, I don't know. Like, I, I, I know everybody's sick of us hearing, hearing us talk about Overwatch. No, no, I can see the end in sight. It's all right. I think what like kills I said, me. I think what kills me the most is, like, if you remember back, let's say three, four years ago, that game was one of the biggest things in the world. And now it's a joke because they haven't touched it in two years. Yeah. What was the last map we got? The actual map. Dude, I don't remember the last map. It's been so long ago that I just... I just... They're all the same to me. I think it's Paris, right? And Paris is like the worst map in the fucking game. It might have been. I mean... And they were supposed to, remember when they said they were going to rework that map? Yeah, they never did. No, they never did. In fact, they've just left it out of competitive play. Yeah, they've left it out of of rotation. Yeah, it hasn't been in the rotation in like a year and a half. Um, Yeah. Drew, what what, what final year of the Wii are you talking about? The final years of the like the last the last year of the Wii, nothing came out for that damn thing. Twenty eleven was the last year before the Wii U. Well, I mean, what were the bangers that came out that year for the Wii? Twenty eleven. Twenty eleven had a lot of bangers. Like what? <clears throat> Let me scroll up to the beginning of the year. Uh, Am I thinking of the Wii U? You're thinking of the Wii U, because like but, but, the last no, year of the Wii, Zelda came out. Okay, give me a minute for the Wii um, U. Well, I mean, yeah, Breath of the Wild. Came yeah, out, but, but yeah. Let's be fair. That's a Switch game. Uh, let's see here. Do you want just first party stuff? Or well, yeah, that's the only thing that matters, right? I suppose. Because this oh. is when you started having the Toys to Life stuff. Come in on the Wii, which was huge. Kirby's Return to Dreamland. Um, sorry, I'm still like scrolling down slowly because there's a lot here. God, fucking, that's that's the biggest thing. Mario and Sonic of the London 2012 Olympic Games, uh, Rayman Origins, which I think was originally just released on the Wii. Um, Skyward Sword came out in 2011. Uh, the very popular, but uh. Not very popular. The very uh, cult game Fishing Resort from Prope, uh, which is a Yuji Naka title. Um, Mario Party 9, Xenoblade Chronicles. 
And then even into 2012, they had Pikmin 2 get reissued. Um, and then, like, honestly, towards the end, uh, Kirby's Dream Collection came out in 2012. And then you start getting into the fucking nightmare of, oh my god, this is just Just Dance and Lego games. But the Wii U fucking game list was, like, towards the end, before we had Zelda, it was like, you'd get one maybe every four months. Well, the Wii U was just atrocious. Yeah. I think yeah, I think I'm getting the Wii and the Wii U confused. I think it so was too. like one of the, one of their systems that like for like almost two years they just abandoned that system. Which is funny because the Wii U only lasted what like four years, three or four years. It was like four years tops. Yeah, like that thing was just such a joke. And what sucks is that there were so many games left on it, but luckily most of them made it to the Switch. So there is that. Except for the one that I want. Which one? Xenoblade Chronicles X. Oh, I want Wind Waker. That's the one I want. I mean, yeah, but... Damn. Xenoblade Chronicles X is awesome, and the only place you can play that game is on the Wii U. I mean, Metal Gear Solid 4 has been in PlayStation 3 hell since it came out. This is very true, too. Th- yeah. These are these are both horrible facts. Like, if you put out a Metal Gear Solid 4 on PS5 and Xbox and Switch right now, that thing would kill. Oh, are you kidding me? I'd be there day one. Yeah, 100%. MGS4 is an awesome game. <laughs> that we can only play on the PlayStation 3. I still own my PlayStation 3. I got a couple laying around, but I'm not going to dig that fucker out to play that game. Yeah, so I'm looking yeah. at Wii U. And we got uh, Breath of the Wild in March 3rd, 2017. And then... Well, that's when the Switch came out, right? Yeah, that's when the Switch came out. Before that, Paper Mario Color Splash, October 7th, 2016. Which wasn't, like, amazing by any means. I'm just looking at first-party stuff. Because a lot of this is, like, third-party. I mean, Axiom Verge came out for it 2016, but, like, came to other stuff. Tokyo Mirage Sessions, June 24th. 2016. That's a very niche game, let's be fair. I know people herald it, but that's not a system seller. Fucking Mini Mario and Friends Amiibo Challenge, April 28th, 2016. Star Fox Zero and Star Fox Guard, April 22nd, 2016. None of these are like, woo! How the hell did we go? How the hell did we go from Overwatch to the Wii U? You had remakes and you had like kind of mediocre first party releases for years. Devil's Third. Oh god, that game. That game Mario was Mario Tennis Wii U that wasn't Hill. very good. The Animal Crossing Amiibo Festival. Like they were releasing games, but they just weren't very good. Well, I mean, let's be fair, the Wii U is was not, not very good. Very good. <laughs> but Overwatch, on the other hand, Anthony, is very good. But it's it's also dying that death. With mediocre releases. I think I am the biggest proponent. I'm probably a bigger proponent than Drew of continuing to play that game. And even I am getting to the point where I am not... Like, I'll get an itch, which is what happened this week. I got an itch and I wanted to play it because it's... Yeah. The thing is, is when you've played a game for five years, you are so muscle memory familiar with that game that it's comfortable to play. And even I'm not playing it 
nearly as often as I even was six months ago. Four months ago, like like earlier in the summer, I was playing Overwatch more than I am now. I don't even. Yeah, I feel. I can't. I feel like if there's nothing till 2023, I mean, at that point, <laughs> just, I just can't. It's going to be so long that the that the pros who made their name playing Overwatch will no longer be young enough to play Overwatch too. <laughs> they will be old just, in the esports arena. I just don't get it. Like, I don't know. And then the the other issue, like you, if you if you jump into Overwatch, you the matchmaking is so messed up now. Oh yeah, there's you. Either, you can't. You either steamroll the team or they just beat the crap out of you. That's it. Like and, and there's no good matches anymore. No, there's not. It, it is literally what you're saying. Like you'll get a good match out of every ten, and the rest of the time it's just like, well, did you get the team that's going to win, or did you get the team that's going to lose? So, I don't know. It's it's depressing. Yeah, to say the least. But anyway, that's all the news that I have. It's fit to print. Um, I have no emails. I do have a couple tweets. David tweets out and says, The Target 2 for 3 deal always gets me. Far Cry 6, Guardians of the Galaxy, and Riders Republic. This time last year I beat a few games hoping to get pulled into complete Guardians. Guardians is rad. I think I did that deal twice when while they were in Canada. I got like they actually actually did that, and so I got my father Assassin's Creed Unity, which is not great. Assassin's Creed Rogue, and I want to say the Metro bundle of one and two. And then I don't remember what my third game was, but I got myself. Was it? I want to say I got Sonic Lost World. <laughs> I think I got Sonic Lost World, Sonic Boom on the Wii, and Sonic Boom on the 3DS. That's how long ago it's been since it. I couldn't tell you the last time I did yeah. that deal. It's been a long good time. Good deal. It's a very good deal. I used to love it back when I didn't get you know every game for free. But now it's like you get all these games and it's like I don't even have time to play the ones I have. Alone the ones I have to pay for. Um Mookie says I have two games that's that's a gunner keeping meals busy. I'm assuming that's supposed to say gonna keep me busy. Uh, until the winter sale. F one twenty twenty one and back for blood. Can anyone from the crew team up? I can also play PS and Xbox players. F1 is no, 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 (laughs) I can't, I can't play Formula One games. Dude, F1, F1, the video game, just tells you that that, the actual thing is very much a sport. There's way too much stuff to keep in mind on. No, I can't. Oh my god. I can't do F1, and in fact, as much as I love rally racing, I can't do realistic rally racing, because that shit's just too punishing for me. 
Um, as far as Back for Blood goes, man, I deleted that game after I booted it up and it crashed four times in the hub. Like I, I can't. Not to mention, it's got one of my it's got one of my check boxes that that makes me want to turn a game off. It's got cards. Dude, the cards are not that big of a deal. I don't give a shit. I don't, I, Drew. I don't have time to play the games I enjoy. I sure shit don't have time to play the games that have things in them that I don't like. Oh my god! Not to mention that a le- how long does the level of Back for Blood take? I mean, you can get to the safe houses in in fifteen minutes. No, because you can't start from that safe house if you load it up again. You have to finish the entire level. Come on. That's like an hour. That's legitimately like an hour of gameplay that you have to do, and you have to assume, because the game's like, you, you're not going to play with just who you want to play with and bots, that you have to matchmake. I just, I have no, I, I, I really, there is nothing about Back for Blood that makes me want to play that game. Like nothing. Like, if I wanted to play a game like that, I would go play Left 4 Dead. Okay. I don't know. I just, Back 4 Blood just did not do it for me. And the fact that it crashed four times in the hub before I even started a match? I'm good. No. So, I don't know. Unfortunately, I don't have time to play video games anymore. (laughs) Well, there is that, too. I play most of my video games at 5.30 in the morning before going to work. Yeah. I mean, I get that. That's when I get my my Diablo and Yakuza time in. You you really want to know what my best day to play games is Saturday afternoon when I wake up. Because every day after work, I can play for like an hour, but I'm tired. Like Most of the time, I can't get into a game. Sunday, during this time of year, is football, so I don't really play games on Sunday. So Saturday afternoon... That's really when I play. Like yesterday, I played a ton of Forza. I played a ton of um, Call of Duty. I played Mario Party with my son. Like, I spent a lot of time on Saturday playing games. But during the week, I'll play a little bit here and there. Unless I'm reviewing a big game, then I'll play that. So. And then I'll get an itch on a Friday night and play five rounds of Overwatch. And I'll go watch TV. <laughs> you play till you get mad and for some reason that's uh that's becoming less and less matches before I get mad. Yeah. It's like, oh, there's the fourth battle mercy I've been paired up with. Great. Yeah. I forget. I was playing a match yesterday and like I like I was playing on a team that was so bad. So I went in and I wiped out three people and like my healers never healed me and then I died and as soon as I died I just watched my whole team just go bloop 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 bloop. I was like, so I was literally the only thing. I was literally the only thing doing anything here, and y'all couldn't heal me. (laughs) Yeah, that 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 happened like last week. I was playing Roadhog, and I had gold everything, including healing. And we have two healers on our team. And then you know what? I had a match this week that I played. In the matches that I played, I had a match that ended seven to six. And you know what that is, Drew? That's a long ass match. But it was a good game. Yeah. Like, those are the good games. It sucked when you lose because you spent, you know, 25 minutes playing the match. God damn, it was a good match. 
Anyway, that's all I have for this week. Uh, there's a lot of video games coming out this week, so if you got time to play them, play them. There's a little bit of something for everything. Yeah. You want to play some multiplayer shooter? You got Battlefield. You want to play some dinosaur park building? You got Jurassic Park, you know? A lot of games out this week, so go enjoy them. Go play some Shin Megami Tensei and compare it to Persona, because apparently that pisses people off online. <laughs> Those are very different games. <laughs> I understand that they're very different games, but like the people getting mad because people are like, well, it's kind of different from Persona. Like, well, of course it's different from Persona. <laughs> Anyway, let's play video games. Go play them. Go play Flynn, the Son of Crimson, you motherfuckers. Go play Unpacking. Anyway, uh, if you want to tweet out, it's Saturday 4G Podcast. If you want to send us an email, it's podcasts at ztgd.com. If you want to follow us on Twitter, I'm at ztgd. Anthony's a complacent robot, and Drew is at DML Fury. Uh, you can check out Phoenix Down. Diablo 2 just ended, starting up Yakuza 3 next week. I think I hit everything. Yep. I think I'm done. I think I'm going to go get some pizza. Watch a football. Do it. Do it. Unless anybody has anything else, we're going to get out of here. Peace out, bro. Alrighty. And it goes something like this.